0: Welcome to Down to the Nub Live, the weekly show focusing on premium cigars and good times. With industry leaders, interviews, giveaways, and more, here are your hosts, Cigar Show Tim and Cigar Mechanic Brandon Wells. Let's get it started. Welcome to Down to the Nub Live, everybody. Welcome to Sunday. It is Mother's Day, first and foremost. Welcome to any sisters of the leaf that are mothers and happy mother's day to you all. I know we've spent time with my wife, obviously today for mother's day, celebrating her. I know Brandon, obviously with his wife. So happy mother's day to every mother that is out there tuning in and watching and enjoying this. And if you're allowing your husband to tune in and watch this, thank you as well.
1: That's right, man. Happy mother's day. Happy mother's day. Happy mother's day. We are so, so blessed to have so many great mothers in the industry, out of the industry Uh, people that are associated with people in the industry that we know that you're the true backbone of these people that are in the industry. If that wasn't confusing at all, then go back and listen to it again because eventually it'll make
0: sense. Uh,
1: What what did you do for Mother's Day today?
0: (coughs) Uh, Got up and my wife uh, made herself, it's going to sound bad, but pre-made, she loves her homemade biscuits and gravy. She makes a phenomenal sausage gravy. And so uh, I reheated the gravy and put it over biscuits, made her some scrambled eggs, some bacon, made her her coffee and uh, yeah, hung out and did that this morning, Uh, went and saw my mom, took her flowers and cards that my boys did for Mother's Day to her, went and picked up. Food for my wife for lunch, special for her. She loves Olive Garden. They, unfortunately, are very underprepared for what they were setting out to do today. But it is what it is. She got to enjoy Olive Garden for lunch with her boys, finished up eating lunch. And now I'm here. And after this, we're doing Mother's Day presents. And, yeah, she's getting some quality time with the boys now, watching a movie with them.
1: What about you? I love it, man. Uh, Actually, my wife worked today. So she's down at the airport putting people on planes, heading out to go see their mother's. Um, but, uh, I took my daughter to work today cause they're both working, There you go. Uh, but then after that I ran by and I picked up a giant flower arrangement and, uh, some giant chocolate dip pretzels and everything and a Starbucks for my wife. And I went down to the airport and it was fun. I get to walk through the whole airport. There's like giant flower arrangement as so I'm coming down, like the whole, you know, towards where she works at in the airport. Like everybody, every one of the employees just saw it. And one of them took some really That's cool pictures awesome. and. Yeah, so I set the flowers down there to kind of brighten everybody's day and brought pretzels, chocolate dip pretzels for everybody there. And that's awesome. We're, we're actually gonna celebrate on Tuesday when she has a day off. So that's when she's gonna float in the pool and drink all day.
0: There you go. Hey, and you know what? Being able to do that in a public forum to celebrate your wife is a great, great thing.
1: Oh, dude, brownie points for sure. And you know, oh, bonus yeah. point bonus points for me because she gets embarrassed by that. So that was a bonus for me. Uh, <laughs> nice. On my face, right? <laughs> Uh, real quick. Uh, Jeff Bates, uh, Michael Wells, Big Rod Whiteheads on here. Kevin Corb, uh, Corb,
0: Corblies?
1: Am I saying that right? Uh sure. i tore, terrible at them. I'm terrible at verbal names. Uh, Jeffrey Bates is on here. Anthony, what's up? Randy Wind, what's going on? Randy Wind is my sales rep for O'Reilly's Auto Parts from one of my other businesses.
0: Very cool.
1: Uh, Jason Martin, what's up, brothers? Uh, and Brandon, Brandon. howdy. That's such a chapin thing to say. I know, right? (laughs) What you puffing on?
0: I am. It was in a box that came by from the club that we belong to, Shadow Smokers Legion. And I'd heard about it and just thought, I'm going to try it out for myself. So I'm actually having the Camacho Baccarat. Interesting. So I figured I would pick it up. It was something I hadn't had. And eh, let's just check it out and see how it goes. So I just lit it up. We'll see how it goes.
1: Perfect, man. Perfect. Yeah, I'm finishing up in Epicario New Wave, Connecticut right now.
0: Nice.
1: And I put up Big Rod's comment right there real quick. Big Rod Whitehead, hey, Brandon, did you pick up your clock from Chicago Joe's? I did.
0: Ha-ha, <laughs> nice.
1: this thing, dude. This Sweet. is going to be getting hung on the wall right behind me. I just literally, Rod, I just picked this up. But this is one of the brothers of the Leaf Man at a local shop called Chicago Joe's uh joe actually purchased this for me as a gift for me which is really cool and big rod whitehead right there that's in the comments made this for me uh custom made just out of the casa cuevas connecticut box that's awesome freaking cool man really cool stuff so and when we picked it up he actually had it set to the right time
0: hey very nice and then we've got joseph lenute chiming in hello all from chicago joe
1: that's Joseph from from, uh, from Chicago Joe's right there. That is the Chicago Joe. Joe, thank you so much for the clock, brother. I appreciate it, Big Rod. Thank you, brother. Dude, that's freaking awesome. You guys are amazing. Trying
0: to get Mike it Wells, so that's freaking sweet. Jeffrey Bates, dude, not even close to being anywhere near the South. Chapin, weird there.
1: Now, I, I got to ask Rod, can I share your information on here? Because um, oh, I was supposed to text you the podcast information. You found it. <laughs> there we go (laughs) rod if you if i can share this information i will show this card and i will share your information up here uh because i want to make sure that this is here if not well you guys can call chicago joes and see which ones they have in stock and you can pick up your own cigar box clock
0: there you go and chicago joe is saying we've got a full wall a wall full of rod's awesome clocks here at the shop
1: yeah dude that's a great shop so they took over one of the old locations here in phoenix arizona one of the old uh uh, cigar warehouse locations who unfortunately just shut down recently but they um they were building a location a couple doors down a brand new one and then when it all shut down uh joe came in called the chicago joes and they're doing a great job man beautiful location lounge is open right now that's awesome Um, and they carry Casa Cuevas. They're going to be bringing in some of my other lines here very, very, very soon.
0: Can't go wrong with that. Oh, and it's in a great place. I mean, that, that sort of strip mall shopping center area is a great venue.
1: Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's right by, you know, a couple of really good spots and, uh, you know, in a great part of town. So great, great shop. If you, ever, if you guys are in Phoenix, Arizona, have a chance. Get over to Chicago Joe's. Support the small guy. He just started up. He's a cigar lover that had an opportunity to open up a shop. And, well, there he goes. Uh, Here we go custom cigar box clots created by big rod whitehead the what is it called the rod father the rod father there's his phone number guys if you got a clock that you want made out of a cigar box shoot this man a call he'll get you taken care of and uh he's just got to do it on the side right out of his house dude really cool really cool stuff man
0: that's how good things start
1: Yep, exactly it, exactly. But I told him I'd give him a shout-out. Man, Joe, Joe offered to give me the clock, and I said, yeah, man, we'll give you a shout-out on here. And now they're here watching us.
0: Well, and Brandon, you'll be proud. I, uh, I jumped on the cold brew train, so I'm enjoying a nice home-brewed cold brew today yeah. since I just got my cold brewer a couple days ago.
1: Yeah. Dude, we literally cold brew our own coffee in just a – I think it's a one-gallon – like glass jar that's got a spout oh, yeah. on the front of it and it's just got a strainer inside of it my i, I say weep. my wife cold brews all the coffee and, <laughs> and every morning i wake up there's a there's my donut man coffee cup
0: i saw that coffee yeah i saw that today and donut man oh there's oh. so nothing does nothing nothing is like a donut man whether it's a tiger tail fresh peach fresh strawberry nothing compares
1: there's not a donut in this world that compares to Donut Man. I'm sorry if you. I know you guys all have your donut shops that you love. It's not. And donut. all of my buddies have had that. Then I take them to Donut Man. They're like, "You're right," and they forget yeah. about their shop.
0: Yeah, and all the ones that are up in Portland, Voodoo Donuts, and you know yeah. Blue Star, all those other ones, they don't compare. They are they're, not Donut Man. They're good. They're they good, compare. but they're not Donut Man.
1: You know, when it's funny, it's like I used to ride my bike down to Donut Man because I lived right up the road. So as a kid, I'd ride my bike down there, all that stuff. And uh, see you, Jeff. It's 010 there. Dude, that's early. What? It's only like 1210. What's the I don't understand what the problem is. Why are you leaving? That's early. <laughs> anyway, um, dude, I'd ride my bike down there. So, you know, how you get to these places. Like, there's another place in California called Tacolita that I used to go to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I take other friends there, and they're like, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like, shitty mexican food uh it's good i guess and i'm like dude this stuff's the bomb like it's the best stuff in the world <laughs> but i grew up with it so like there's an emotional attachment
0: to oh, it oh yeah that so always was, makes it better
1: yeah and i always wondered was donut man the same way but i tell you everybody that has experienced donut man has been like
0: holy good god you're right yes donut man is is he is the donut god
1: yeah did just and the nicest guy in the world man uh um Came in from Japan, dude, and just the nicest guy in the world.
0: Yep. So we've got a cool show for today. We, uh, in in the spirit of Mother's Day, wanted to bring someone on. That uh, has really pioneered for for women in the cigar industry as a, a leader and a, I mean a brand that is well known that is taking a back seat for a little while but is now coming back full force in the industry and as a president of a cigar manufacturer she really has pioneered the trail and and blazed a path for so many other sisters of the leaf to get exposure and to be immersed and involved in the industry so Brandon tell us who we've got today I forget. okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) no we have an amazing woman that i just recently met and i feel like i've known her for a lifetime already but uh rosie perez from kojimar cigars uh president of kojimar cigars and she's just she's such a great example of i think a woman in the industry somebody who's been uh, had her kind of ups and downs uh and and has done very very well but really like you said like Pioneered the path in this industry, yep. uh, for so many other women to come in. She, I think gave a really good example of of a strong woman in the industry. Andrew Van Dyke's joining us from Facebook. What's up, dude? Um, but really pioneered a great way into this industry for for women of the future. Now, she's actually a mother herself. Both of her yes. daughters work in the industry. Uh, and so it's super exciting to have, and we were having some audio issues, so I hope we got those solved guys. I really do.
0: It looked like backstage, she was laughing at a couple things we said, so it sounds like she can hear us now. Thank God.
1: Let's, yes. let's help this technology. Let's help this technology stuff work.
0: I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody let's welcome Rosie Perez to down to the nub. Hey and we guys. got circle of death. Hello. Let's see here we can hear you there you are we can not have her wrong without being able to see that gorgeous face perfect how are you today happy mother's day
2: thank you very much
1: yeah happy mother's day thank you for being here today thank i know you. it's a special day and we we really appreciate you taking time out of your day oh. to be here with
0: us
2: i i this is important for me so i'm thank you for having me on the show
0: absolutely it, it worked out well with it being Mother's Day and having you and your knowledge and experience in the industry and everything. It was just when Brandon said, hey, let's let's think about getting Rosie Perez on. I said, do it. Make it happen.
2: <laughs> Thank do you. Do it. Do it. It, was, do it. <laughs> it enjoying the day with um, the girls just left. Um, they were here all day. It's um, six o'clock here now and in, in Miami. And um, they got here at noon. So they spent uh, a long time here.
1: Good for you. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it was nice having them uh, having them around.
1: That's so awesome. What what a great so blessing what, to have them in for the day.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep, having it was fun. And
2: That's yeah. a, we can't have that many people over, so it was nice that they can they can come over. Everyone mm-hmm. else we have to talk to and say hi and happy Mother's Day with FaceTime.
1: Yeah, right. Yes.
0: <laughs> That's where we are unfortunately but yes. things are changing things are changing so that's that's a good sign we've got states that are starting to open back up businesses are starting yes. to get back going and i mean shoot i live in southern california the oh. most state in the world <laughs> And Riverside County has already said you don't need to wear face masks anymore and you don't wow. have to watch six feet proximity for social distancing. So they're already starting to roll the ball of getting back to whatever normal is right. going to be. So I'm excited for it.
2: I'm, I'm excited for you. I hope that happens fast. Everybody else.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We
2: need that for the business. We need that to open. Every, just like you are there, we need everything to be the same. Hopefully yeah. we'll get there soon. Hopefully, well,
1: eventually, we'll be there. I mean, but yeah, we definitely need to get there sooner than later, don't we?
2: Yes, we do.
1: <laughs> it's kind of hard to sell cigars when the stores aren't open.
2: Yes, it's been tough, a tough quarter.
0: That's yeah. for sure. So for everybody that's watching and tuning in here, whether it's Facebook or YouTube, please make sure you're leaving questions or comments or anything for Rosie uh, in the comments for us. Engage. Let's get involved and let's let's uh, let's get you part of the conversation, which is what we love about you all and us joining together as being part of the cigar community. So, Brandon, I know you've got a couple things that you wanted to go over. So why don't you take it away?
1: Yeah, no problem. No, I you know I just I think it's such a blessing to have you here, and you were live on my in Cigar Mechanic Garage uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. And one of the topics that I really wanted to cover with you because I thought that you covered it really really well, um, and go over with everybody here is just the fact that you really pioneered the way for women in this industry, yep. and what that looked like for you back when you started, uh, and give us a quick synopsis on what all that looked like for you.
2: When I started, it was. a lot harder than it would be today because uh, I started with a flavored cigar and people were, you know, this is not going to work. What are you doing? Are you making, you're disguising a cigar with flavor? I think it's a hard, it was at that time, 24 years ago, it was 1996 when I first came out with the first Kohimar Mm -hmm. vanilla with a sugar tip. It was after our first event, our first show, and we sold so many boxes, I knew that this was going to go forward, and it was going to be a great, a great ride, and it has been. So I think now, as um, the, the owners of the industry, the owners that own factories like uh, Nestor Perez Carrillo, uh, Pepin, Um, they all have their daughters and now they're getting their daughters more involved. Uh, it's a lot, it's a lot more easier for them than when I started and it was only a man's, I'm in a man's industry, but when I started a long time ago, it was to sell cigars. It was a lot easier than it is now. And there is, there now women see that there is opportunities um, mm-hmm. a woman behind a factory, um, out there with the customers a lot easier than being behind the factory, a lot behind, behind the scene is a lot different. It's much more, not glamorous at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I, it's, it's been an industry where the cigar, our customers have, have also made it simple where they love to, um, Talk with women, and especially if you're knowledgeable, um, they welcome you. Mm-hmm. So, um, as a woman in the industry, I think that if there there could be a lot more people coming into it. Now, when you own a factory and your father is as famous as these people I mentioned, um, just like Fuentes' daughter is now getting involved, yeah. um, there's there's going to be more and more of those kids before were probably doing something else. Now they see an opportunity to run, learn the, the business f- from the inside out. And that's what you need to do. And you learn it from the inside, the inside is going to the fields, being at the factory day in, day out, being in the factories where you learn and you give, and you have the knowledge. So I think that there's gonna be, as we go on, there'll be more people um, more women coming into the, to the business.
1: Yeah, it's great to see women in the business, I think, because back when, back when you started Kojibar, you, you were the only, really the That's only woman it. in the business.
2: That's it. I was the only one in the business when, yeah. I, when I first started. I remember, um, I mean, the only one that went to the Dominican Republic and said I wanted a, a flavored cigar done, Um, no one. It was just me. And I had no fear of going out there. And after I saw the success that we had in our first RTDA, I said, this is going to be great. And started adding flavors. It just took off tremendously. I remember having my first um, show right next to Jonathan. And um, I still have- Jonathan yeah, Drew, yeah, made, I yeah. still have that picture of us very young, imagine 24 years ago. And you know, how how it's opened up to where we said, this is just in sales alone you can see what a what a you know where we're still here, I think also.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, talk to me a little bit more, like, I want to go a little bit more in depth about just, not just being a woman in the industry, but being a mother and, and having your children, because both of your daughters are in the industry.
2: Yes, my my oldest daughter works for Gurkha, and her name is Allison Perez, and she's good company, she's very happy, and my other do- the younger yeah. one, works for me um, in the office here she doesn't do sales. Allison is in sales with Gurkha. This one does more of the operational work. Okay. She likes more of the inside. Um, I chose to start this and stay. And they gave me a lot of support because I was away a lot. When I had that factory in the Dominican Republic, I was away a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a chance to, you know, I had help here. I had a chance that they they stood by me they um they were real uh, understanding of why did I have to be away so much because I actually owned the factory and um, I had to do that in order to, for us to be where we're at today, so having one of the girls in the industry and she loves it it's 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 nice um, you know she has kids herself, so she can understand. Everything mm-hmm. that I had to do now that she has her own children,
1: Wow, so how was that finding balance just as a mother, you know entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you know all that stuff, how was that for you to find that balance, and how did you find that balance for your kids?
2: just finding the balance was <laughs> having that's a good question, having a lot of <laughs> a lot of conversations, having a lot of sit downs. Um, talking, I guess that they also had um, my mother around my, the love you know, the family where they didn't feel, um, uh, I guess I was probably very lucky um, having help and at the same time having a lot of communication. I would be home on weekends and when I wasn't home on weekends, there was no FaceTiming, you know, years ago. And we would, um, they would know that if they wanted to live the life that they were living, and they had, you know, someone had to do the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very hard being a woman and leaving them behind um, because usually you guys do that. You guys are the ones that go away. The woman stays at home and right. takes care of the kids. Well, this was the other way around. Right. And um, it was as long as, I mean, they were, they were, they understood it. They were fine. They're um, I guess you talk, your communication yeah. um, and a little bit of luck
1: yeah (laughs) well i think that's what because that's what boggles my mind i see my wife like you know uh she would fly to hawaii for a week and you know the kids would be here and she's just going bonkers i mean hey danny lynn what's going on uh but she would go bonkers because she's she's separated from the kids and she's Mm -hmm. she just she couldn't do it you could see it just hurt her soul to be away and you know then here i am i'm like i'll be in vegas this week and then uh uh, from vegas i'm gonna head to utah i'll be back in like two weeks Mm -hmm. and she's just like she doesn't understand how I can just separate and go, and I don't understand how she
2: can't. Well, it's not for everybody.
1: Yeah, but I think, uh, especially for a woman and a mother, like there's just there's that connection that, I mean, at childbirth, there's a reason mm-hmm. why they lay them on your chest. Yes. And, you yes. know, it's the first thing they see, the hormones are flying. It's literally mm-hmm. a, a chemical addiction that is created mm-hmm. uh, from eye to eye and spirit to spirit. And yes. For a mother that's. You know, I, I was a father just standing down there at the dirty end and you know <laughs> going oh look at that That's cute my cute little baby and you know really they don't come out right away cute and uh, right you know but then that the child is laid up on that mother's chest and that heart-to-heart connection is made and that's got to be so difficult as a mother to go out and do the sales and to be away from your children to yeah. generate your passion
2: mm-hmm. they were older. And I would leave them and they'd be with their, with their grandmother and, um, with their, with their father. And then it was, it was that you know what the challenging more part was the marriage, the, the husband mm-hmm. there, you know, what, what that was a little bit more challenging there than okay. when you're away and you're socializing with um so many men but you balance it out you that's where respect comes in and you say i want this and i'm not gonna leave this and do something else and be miserable this is what i want of course when it came to having when it came to the sales going out with the representatives having the factory i had to i gave one up and one up was when i gave up the distribution Mm-hmm. And I gave the distribution away and I stayed that I said, okay, now I can spend time. They can go with me and I can spend time in the factory and live a little bit in the Dominican and also in, in Miami. Something, I had to give something up and I did. But giving that up also costs a lot of loss in distribution and in yeah. sales.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you had to give that up for your family
2: yes yes and i don't regret it and i don't regret what um what i did um i mean we're still um selling and still strong until
0: Mm -hmm. um it's a worthwhile sacrifice for the right. that season that you were in to know that I'm going to make this a priority because long term, this is the priority is family and, and taking care of that. Mm-hmm. Knowing that the the business, yeah, maybe there'll be some give and take or a short term loss for long term gains and different things like that. But mm-hmm. but you've actually changed recently um, with what you're doing as, as far as your your model with Kojimar. I would try to pronounce it Kohimar like you, but I would not. have no, Kojimar
2: is fine. <laughs>
0: as smooth as you do. <laughs> uh but, oh, but you you, <laughs> you,
2: yeah, you,
0: you've changed your role recently. So if you could go into uh, just, you know, for a couple of minutes, go into knowing that you're in a different season now with your brand and with your family and with everything, what, what recent changes have taken place?
2: The changes. Now I do all my distribution Yes, and that's it. And I that's got awesome. a great red. Uh, there's one great guy there that's representing us, which I'm very happy that to have him on board and um, that's the biggest change that I have the distribution back. So now great. I'm doing my own sales. I did 20 years ago when we were doing it all. Um, that's the, that's the difference, which is, which is a great decision to do. Um, good for you. So I got a, I got a good guy on board and I know that, I know that every, we're going to be everywhere again. It's not that yeah. much work, you know, it's, so that's what I, that's the difference
0: now. Very good.
1: So, and that's super exciting. I mean, it's that, that, so exciting because I mean, it, it just shows that, like, you know, back when, when your kids were younger, you wanted to make sure that you, you had to give that up to mm-hmm. be able to be there for your children and, mm-hmm. and watch them grow. So you didn't miss that important part of life. Right. Now they're, now they're older and you're able to get a sales team. We have more technology available, right. with some of this stuff. So right. it kind of takes some of the ease off of the distribution and some of the other portions to open those doors for you. And here you are. You got it back again. It's all yours.
2: That What I, what I think I want to stress more of is that um, when someone, no matter what you want to do, uh, being an, a woman and being today uh, a special day, Mother's Day, is that you can really do whatever you want to do if you set yourself out there. And you say, I'm not going to stop even if one day I'm not having a, a good day or a good month it's um no matter if it's cigars i didn't have it easy because i didn't have a dad or or that that i was born into the industry that was a big name i made it actually mm-hmm. by with nothing with an idea i gave up a good job um to see if this would work and i don't regret anything because it has worked it's been it's been, a, it's been a good, I love the industry, I love the people in the industry. And I think my success has been because of my retailers, the customers, yeah. the loyalty of a lot of these customers, a lot of loyal people in the industry. It's also a little different. Um, I sell something you got to like um, and it's and people have liked it.
1: Which is funny because you're, you're, you're a woman in the industry that came in at a time there wasn't a lot of women with an idea that was fairly new with the flavored cigar and mm-hmm. pushed your way through. And now what's funny is that the majority of your clients are actually men on the flavored cigars. Yes. And not yes. the
0: stereotypical men that you would expect to enjoy no. the cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I ride a motorcycle myself and Me I too. enjoy, you know, you know. Non-flavored cigars, but there's nothing wrong with flavored ones. I um, mean, I have some from time to time, and you know they're great. There's a definite marketplace in the industry mm-hmm, for them. Mm-hmm. But the the stereotypical you would figure would be, you know, the college kid that's just getting into cigars, and that's how a mm-hmm. lot of people do start to start, you know, starting with flavored cigars. But you've got the big bad 300-pound, you yes. know, Charlie Davidson. Are- you know, Harley Owners Group guys all showing up, and you've got a guy named Bert showing up, going, mm-hmm. "Give me a box of Koji Mars."
2: Yes, <laughs> that's true. I have a I have a customer that's um, Deadwood Tobacco, and he's he's always saying, "Hey, um, what do you my the guys that love your cigar? You imagine they're Harley Davidson guys, and it's true. When I've gone in certain stores, the the customer say, "Who smokes the cigars?" And you're out there. It's it's mostly mostly guys.
0: Yep, it is. Now, I yeah, want to touch for a minute, if we can, on uh, what I learned about uh, when you were live in Cigar Mechanic Garage earlier this week. Uh, it, there's a difference between putting out a flavored cigar that the flavor carries the cigar and putting out a really good, high quality, premium cigar that has some flavor to it. Mm-hmm. So. So your cigars, Kojimar cigars, are are quality tobacco, premium tobacco cigars. Can you speak a little bit to sort of the the mindset behind that and how even without the flavor, your cigars stand on their own?
2: Because of the aged filler and binder that we use. We'll use um, six-year-old tobacco in our filler. And even if you use two years old tobacco, you're still using good tobacco. Mm -hmm. Tobacco that um, is not young, meaning tobacco that's just not off the farm and into a barrel and buy it. We buy uh, older tobacco. I, I think the mix of Dominican filler, which is very light with a little bit of hint of Nicaragua and the binder, And we also have Indonesian in the binder. So that you can, if we don't put any flavor on it, you'll actually enjoy a very medium, mild to medium smoke. The wrapper. The wrapper in most of all our cigars is Connecticut, Ecuador. So um, I don't use a Sumatra wrapper. Sumatra wrapper... I don't like the taste of it. I and it's not a pretty wrapper, and you know, to to my taste, I like the Mexican sure. wrapper San Andres. That's one of our cigars is made with Mexican wrapper. Mm-hmm. Um, first, you have to have a good base. Then you add a good. Then you add. There you go. Then you add the good. Then you add the flavor. Mm-hmm. It's it's that is where and the reason. We use a sugar tip. The reason my cigars is from the beginning to the end, very it's flavored but not overwhelming flavor. I don't like overwhelming flavor. I think right. that if you make a cigar too sweet, it, it can be it can be nauseous. It could be Uh oh. I think
0: oh.
1: it froze up there.
0: Oh, no. no, stay with us. Stay with us.
1: <laughs> you got to love technology, man.
0: That's all right.
1: And this is while we're waiting for that to catch back up, guys, listen, if you're on YouTube, Facebook right now, please ask your questions, write your comments, say hi to yeah. Rosie. Happy Mother's Day to her. Uh, you guys have any questions about Kojimar cigars or being a woman in the industry or a mother in the industry, uh, you know, or just being a woman or a mother in general. Uh, please put the comments down here in the section. We'll get those answered for you. Uh, say hi to Rosie and, and happy Mother's Day okay. to her too as well.
0: Yes, absolutely. And my wife just jumped on to tune into this. So okay. she can hear it, happy Mother's Day, my love. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. We've got you back, Rosie, if you want to. Yes, if you had anything else that you wanted to share just about your Not. tobacco or okay. perfect, that covers it. Uh, now, Brent, go ahead. Okay, you go ahead. Oh, okay. Brennan, I know you, you've you got a couple other things that we would love to get Rosie's take on. So,
1: Yeah, Rosie, the other thing I wanted to ask you about and kind of get into a little bit, is a, a question that comes up a lot uh, is FDA. Uh-huh. And obviously, it just in the tobacco and in the cigar world in general, FDA is a big, hot topic. Everybody's yes. talking about it. People are concerned with it. But you have even a bigger concern because – even if cigar stuff goes away, there's still the threat of the flavored side of it mm-hmm. uh, from the fda. what What does that look like for you? What are your ideas and thoughts and concerns on that
2: i've been I've been asked that so much lately of what am I going to do from my customers asking me if the FDA bans the flavors? Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go to an island live in an island, <laughs> smoke cigars, <laughs> and, and no, really, I'm only kidding. I, I try, That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea, right? I,
1: I might join you.
2: All
0: right, know, right? <laughs> it's a good I'm plan.
2: Not, um, I'm not worried about it. Good. I am not going to stop doing anything I'm doing. I'm gonna I'm continuing my daily operation as it, it comes day by day, but I'm not worried about it. Um, what am I gonna do? You can't fight them or change their mind of, of what they want to do. So I'm gonna just you know enjoy every day make the cigar, make a new cigar, And that's, that's already anyway, it's been godfathered in because I knew I was making uh, around four years ago. I knew I was going to come out with a new blend and that it had to be registered. If they're all registered, if it happens, it happens and they're going to affect so many lives. And this is, I, if you ask me, I'll tell you, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to do restrictions like they did with the vape. I, our f- flavors are all um, flavors that you could use in, in, in food. You can put them in, in baking. So uh, my ingredients are with the FDA is what ingredients go into the cigar and the flavor of the cigar. But there but I don't think it's gonna happen. you know, imagine, telling Swisher International that they can't sell any more Swisher right. Sweets. Yeah. And that all coming to an end. Just the tax money that they make on all those cigars entering oh, yeah. into the United States.
0: 20%
2: yep. of, the, of, the, of premium cigars, 20% of everything imported into the U.S. is premium cigars. All the rest of it is mass market yeah mass market is very big so i they're fighting right now the this whole entire war for us they're the ones fighting it and i don't think it's gonna happen i think that you know they don't understand that a 20 year old or someone that's yeah 20 is Mm -hmm. walking into a cigar store and asking for or a Kohimar, or, or, an, or an acid, they're, they're not, that's not what they're smoking. And, um, but if they don't want to understand that, that's that's fine, but I, I think they're gonna leave it, I think they're gonna leave us alone. They're going to, vape is one thing, they're already doing the flavors of the vape, they've only gotta, they've only gotta come from certain people in China, or the U.S. There's some of them. They've done testing that they are not allowed even in. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on making cigars until they say stop. And and again, I'll say the same thing. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think when they see all the money that they can lose, it will affect. They say no. They don't care about the, the cigar side. They they do. They already they already left. Maybe they'll leave the premium alone. Um, it'll be good for us. I mean, because not everybody can come out tomorrow and say, here, I'm coming out with another cigar. Right. Um, so it's good for the ones that are around to just, you know, leave us alone and let us make, make our cigars enjoy what we do. Like the liquor companies do. Right. Um, so my opinion on FTA is give them the information they want, like we're doing, Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully they'll they'll leave this alone. That's what I think about the, the yeah, issue with the
1: FDA. I can't imagine Swisher. I mean, just look at, you know, oh. in Swisher, a lot of there people understand go. Swisher is bigger than just Swisher oh. Sweets, the wood tips. Oh. I mean, they uh-huh. own acid now.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. I mean,
1: and let's let's be honest. I mean, Acid's the number one selling. I think it's like the number one selling cigar brand in the U.S. Period, hands down. It
2: is. Yes, yep. it is.
1: Um, and that's all flavored. So you've got the number one cigar selling mm-hmm. brand with one of the largest, you know, tobacco conglomerates mm-hmm. of the freaking world. And you think that I mean, that's that's ninety percent of their business right there. Right. Yeah.
2: You you know, you said something very. That's a good point. There, they. Acid is the number one premium cigar flavored sold, and the number, and then the mass market number one is Swisher International, Swisher Sweets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they got two, two flavored cigars, that, and they're the, they're the number one company. You're right. So they're, that's going to be a lot of damage.
0: Yeah, that would be a, a ton of damage. And, and there's a couple yeah. questions here, Rosie, that I want to get to from people that are chiming in. Uh, one of them from Michael Walsh Jason, I haven't forgotten about yours. We'll get it t- to it in just a second. But Michael's actually, Michael had the same question I did. So is the infusion and flavoring, is it included in the registered blend or is it just a blend of the tobacco? So could you pull the flavoring out and just sell tobacco, just sell the cigars without the infusion?
2: I could because it's, it's a registered cigar. The well, the name If I pull it out, no, I, you know what? I just take that back. No, I would, I sold Kohimar with a non-flavored. So I can still sell it if I would just pull out the flavor. Yes, because my, my cigar, first cigar was a Kohimar non-flavored. Okay. And then I added a flavor. So yes, I could do that. I can pull out the flavor and just sell it alone as a, as a non-flavored because it was, it's, it's, um, one of the, um, brands that are. Um, what is it?
0: Pre-Predicate? The, that, yes. Very cool. And then Jason Martin asked, what is the lineup since you're going into what your first one was and how it wasn't a flavored one? What is the lineup of Kojimar?
2: The lineup being, what do you mean?
0: What, 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 do flavors you offer, offer? what flavors do you offer? What what are the, the different cigars in the lineup?
2: The different cigars, we offer a torpedo that is a vanilla with a sugar tip. We have a Robusto Maduro, which is a San Andres wrapper, and it's infused with vanilla. Then, in the the rest of the brand, we have a Corona, in seven flavors, and we have a Petit Corona, in seven flavors. We have we have cherry, raspberry, chocolate, cognac, rum, and cappuccino.
0: Yeah, when I heard cappuccino the other day, I'm not going to lie. I got a big smile on my face, and I was like, I got, I got to go find some cappuccinos.
2: <laughs> well, I got to give you some. Got to send something, Brandon, to give you.
0: Oh, that'd be great. For
2: sure. And then we have the cigarillos. The cigarillos is a little 20 ringgate cigar by four, which comes in raspberry, coffee, and vanilla. Those little cigarillos is a Please quick little smoke. want something fast, you go to lunch. And you, that's a quick little smoke, really nice cigar, all handmade.
0: Very nice.
1: Where can I put this? There you go. Now you can mm. see it.
2: I can see that. Oh, it's all handmade. That smokes great. Same thing with a little sugar tip. So something fast. If mm-hmm. a woman's out in a club and they're having after a cocktail, the guys, you know, their boyfriend or husband are smoking a, a bigger cigar, they smoke that. It's like smoking a little cigarette.
1: Yeah, these, these just smell so good. I love opening up these boxes.
2: <laughs> it's like a candy.
1: It is. It's like it is. It's like candy. <laughs> a,
2: That's it.
0: But it's just great because they're not overly sweet. It's not like a crazy sugary, like hitting you in the face. It, it's mm-hmm. it's a good, full aroma flavoring to it without it being like it's a, a kid's candy. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm glad you like that.
1: Yeah, no, they're great, and these little cigarillos, I think, are just such a great idea. They come in that nice little, you know, nice little cardboard box where it's protected. You know, that lid opens beautifully. And uh, Frankie, what's going on, dude? Um, But I love this because it is—it's that quick smoke, and we talked about it the other day. It's that, you know, it's that you've got your half an hour lunch break, and you want to go out and you want to have a cigar along with it. Mm -hmm. You just you just choke down the sandwich real quick, and then you've got you know a good fifteen minute smoke here with a premium tobacco. A mm-hmm. uh, cigar that you can still enjoy as like a dessert. Mm-hmm. I that's that's just great. Jason says thank you, Rosie. Yeah.
2: Tom, welcome. Thank you for tuning in.
1: Absolutely, yes. And I love these things, and I love that you have everything because I've got you know I've got another flavor line that we represent that we that we've represented since basically the beginning of the brokerage, mm-hmm. but they come in one size. And some people want a bigger. I mean, I've had a lot of customers request, say, hey, can you get that in a Toro size? Can you get that on a Robusto size? Right. Can you do those in the tins or the cigarillos mm-hmm. in a smaller size like this? And no, we can't.
2: Now you have it.
1: Now we got now we it. Have,
2: now we have a cigar for any any size, any um, flavor. So that would be good. Now, we, now a store can't tell us, no, 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 no. We got here. It's the whole entire lineup, whatever you right. want.
0: Yep, exactly. William Gallahan says, I know someone who wants a mint one made.
2: I used to make mint. Um, uh, one of the cigars I made was mint. Like I used to make a mango. But what happened was that the mint wasn't such a great seller. So mm. I stopped making mint.
1: Sure. I want a chocolate mint.
2: Oh, that's wonderful.
0: Ooh, chocolate oh, mint. Oh,
2: that's really good. That's all Chocolate you need. mint is good.
0: And we you can't name it. it after like Girl Scout Cookie Thin Mints, but if mm. you could get a, a thin mint flavored, oh Oh, man. my
2: god, that chocolate mint is really good. Are I have your, had, I've had your that.
0: peppermint patty.
2: Mm, sounds good. Good idea for a new one. Yeah. There we yeah. mint. Mm. <laughs> a go. William's gonna go find the first box. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: we need it. We need the chocolate mint.
2: Yes, ooh, that sounds good. <laughs>
0: Tyler Garcia we're jumping in and tuning in here. But how's it going, guys? Can we find these cigars in Kansas?
1: Ooh, good question.
2: Yeah, yeah Missouri, yes, and just for him.
1: Where do you know of vineyard shops in uh, Kansas that carry them?
2: In Kansas, I have we have just for him. Okay. In Kansas. Uh okay. they can check him out, they can find them there. Cool. Called Perfect. Just For Him Cigars.
1: Awesome. And then what we're uh, also, Tyler, what, what I'm going to be working on here. I mean, we, we picked up Kojumar just before this whole COVID thing hit. So it really kind yeah. of didn't give us an opportunity to get out there and get right. this stuff marketed a ton right now. But as we open back up, we're definitely going to be talking to and have already been talking to some of the great online retailers that we deal with that have awesome brick and mortar shops behind them. Uh, and we want to make sure that we're getting those in so that even if you don't have them available in your area in Kansas or a local shop, we can have an area that you can go and get those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one of the places that I'm talking to, and I'll just go ahead and say it in case he sees this, and then he feels obligated, is going to be Cigar King. <laughs> um, go. so I'm going to be talking with him about awesome. getting them in because we have a coupon code there for you as well, which is just CM10 at CigarKing.com, and hopefully we'll have those available. I know they have, uh, they have vanilla available there right now.
0: Uh, yes, I picked up a pack uh, a couple days ago.
1: Yeah, you picked one up, yeah.
0: I did. I had to pick up one of the five packs. I was like, if Cigar King's got it, I got to order it. So I did. It should be here, I think, tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I think you were the first one to order that from there. uh, Thank you.
0: Absolutely.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Happy to support.
1: Thank you. Well, And it's great to see everybody supporting those, and it's nice to find the, you know, you, you've got a bunch of these big online retailers, not to go down this rabbit hole, but
0: mm-hmm. you've got a bunch
1: of the big online retailers that, you know, they started off online, and then they go, oh, well, we're going to open some brick and mortars just in case this online thing goes away or for whatever reason. And then we've got some great brick and, brick and mortars that have opened up online just to help with the sales, and those guys have done well during this COVID-19. Yes, they have. Uh, and it's helped keep some of them alive, you know, mm-hmm. so it's it's nice yeah. to find those shops uh, that we could support, you know, like Small Batch and Cigar King and you know, a bunch of the other guys, Fox, that have the the online mm-hmm. and the brick and mortar to help keep them open.
2: Yeah, yep. And that is important that they have supported us in these times when these stores, unfortunately, haven't been able to open completely curbside. They've done the business right now, the online.
1: Yeah, yep. those guys are crushing it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, they yep. are.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. and They had to adapt. They had to adapt to survive. And some of them, fortunately, were on the early end of that and picked up really well and did great. And some of them are, you know, whether they decide to do it or not, have, you know, gone their own path, however that may be. Right. But yeah, some of them, it was a matter of survival. They, they didn't have another choice. That's true. They went that way.
1: Mm-hmm. So Rosie, back to the FDA. Um, I, I know that even if FDA is not a concern, um, it seems like God, it seems like almost every other week, Half Wheel's releasing a story of another county, especially in California, in Taxifornia. Yeah, that, exactly. That's banning uh, flavored cigars in their yes. in their counties in their areas. I mean, is that a concern? Is it that-
2: that's a concern? Just like um, Connecticut could be. Um, I think Maryland was was one of them that that first the first one to do that. Okay. It is a concern. That concerns me because um, they they start doing that state by state. Um, that's a that's a concern because we'll have to then. They're not going. Someone that likes to smoke a flavored cigar. Then they'll get the online people will get stronger. Because yep. they'll sell them online. Ye- yes, um, California now having certain um, suburbs, I think, they're su- saying no, you know, banning flavored cigars. Um, it is it is a concern. That a little bit more than the FDA saying completely no, because that state by state, you can do whatever you want and say, okay, tomorrow I don't want to allow anyone to smoke a flavored cigar. And the governor says no, and that's it. Yeah. Um, the online will get strong. Um, That's why I am going into the um, mass market. That's why now I'm doing the banana cones um, and going to sell something for the alternative use. Just to have, besides that, that business is a great business. I want to get into that. Um, Almost, uh, I'll be ready very soon for that. I'm doing something that's not out there, a banana cone made from banana leaf. Hmm. And just in case um, my business goes down a little bit because of that, of what you just mentioned, I have something else to fall back on. And then from what I've not done, I've always supported my local um, brick and mortar, my cigar store. And have not have, I have a lot of opportunities to do a lot of business online, but I've always wanted to be supportive of the cigar store. And if that happens, then we go, we sell more online and people are going to buy that cigar online like they're doing now at this time that we're living. So the governors from the states, you can't say they're, what they're doing is the store's not going to, I don't think the store's going to hurt because the store's going to sell they're gonna keep on selling their non-flavored cigars. The ones that they're gonna hurt are gonna be just you know us. So I am a little concerned about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right though. I think people are gonna as long as as long as they people have access to the flavored cigars that they if that's what they enjoy, they're gonna to continue to smoke them. And they are. I think in a way it will. I mean, it will hurt the local stores, and hopefully the local stores come out and they start screaming about it because. But- now, now these cigars are being bought online that the cigar store right. was able to sell before. Yeah. And they're going to start losing out on those sales.
2: But this yeah. is the biggest problem we have in the industry. Now, for everyone in the industry, the cigar stores don't do enough to be to, you know, I'm I'm saying this. I'm, this is how I feel. This yeah. is a show that yeah. we can, you know, if you don't agree, you tell me, oh, you're wrong. Um, we need more of their support. you know, state by state of how it could reflect them to say, Hey, stop. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of them don't do anything. They want us to go and do all the work for them. Like we're doing right now with, with Washington. And that's, this is, that's the problem. You know, um, it's like, there's more people that are against smoking that smoke. So those are the ones that win.
1: Right. No, we definitely need to find ways to encourage the shops to get more involved in their yes. in their local governments and and fight for these things. Band together, quit fighting. Mm-hmm. This band together and and say, hey, listen, we've had enough of this.
2: Yes, uh, yeah, or, or leave it alone and like it, like it was, you know, ten, twenty years, what ten, fifteen years ago. It people are have the right to. To make more money if they want to and bring in a line and increase their sales. They're actually telling you there um, You know how much you know if they take away that you imagine they take away, you know, I'm Honest when I talk and say they take away acid from one of these shops It's gonna hurt their 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 bottom line if not Exactly does they sell a lot of that? Yep so um, I think it's, you know, some states won't go for it. And the ones that do, well, you know,
0: yeah, see goes. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Quick story. What's going on? Thanks for jumping in real quick. Said what's going on, fam. Just checking in, having a small family gathering. I'll check the replay. Thank you for doing that. We appreciate it.
1: Awesome, man. Thank you for checking in. And Tony, the soy sauce assassin has checked in with us. He said hello earlier. We popped it up on the screen. Tony, what's up, brother? Welcome. Tony's a huge huge supporter. We, I I love Tony the Bits, man. He's got a oh, yeah. great group. Uh with uh with the Shadow Smokers Legion, he does some of his own live stuff. Uh, really cool dude. So, uh, William says move into the CBD infused cigar market. Uh, California loves CBD. Um mm-hmm. Well, let's let's bounce off of that real quick. That, that's actually I think he's being a little bit of a smart ass there, which I love that about William, but I think let's bounce off of that because you you touched on the you touched on the banana leaf uh cones and i, I think let's be real clear on that what it, what exactly is a banana leaf cl- cone
2: it is a from the tree from the banana tree after the the it gives the bananas and you take them and you cut them off the tree there is a piece uh that is actually hung over that is that lays over that is um I can try to explain it. That is, you know, okay, it's imagine a banana leaf, tree. Right? Huh?
1: It's like a thinner leaf that kind it's of protects a, the banana. It's a
2: thinner leaf that when you cut dies, that leaf, we got it. We, You peel it. You got to peel all the, the little, like the glue okay. off of it. You peel it, clean it, and it leaves you that leaf clean. We rolled it into a cone. We'll put okay. a filter in it the filter is also made from banana,
0: oh wow, so it's all natural
2: all natural
0: that's all awesome. natural
2: all in natural and I did and I had a lot of people that have seen it said this is absolutely cool this is yeah. gonna be great well, that is the banana leaf that I'm coming out with very soon and first it's going to be natural, then I'm putting them already trying it with flavor, yeah, that is also the banana. Leaf also holds the flavor really well. I was just going to ask that,
0: yeah. And, and does it have its own? Does it have a natural banana kind of flavor note to it?
2: No, no. Okay. When no, it doesn't have no flavor so at all.
0: People might have that same question of does it does it taste like you're smoking a banana?
2: No,
1: no. No. The just- interesting thing, the interesting thing about it that um, because we got a couple samples from you mm-hmm. at the show, and so I gave them to some people that uh, partake in the wacky tabacky. <laughs> uh, and, uh, they, they use them for smoking that. And the feedback I got that was really cool about the banana leaf was that if they're smoking alone, they can roll their, you know, their newbie with the banana leaf cone. Mm-hmm. They can, they can mm-hmm. fill the cone uh-huh. uh, and they can smoke that. And they were saying that when they set it down on the ashtray, that a normal cone that they would have, or, you know, rolling papers would continue to burn. Whereas when they set this one down on the ashtray, it just kind of self extinguishes, and allows them to actually be able to revisit that mm-hmm. to keep whatever going that they've got going on. Um, and so they're able to kind of revisit and not waste uh, the product that they're, right. you know, the marijuana or whatever they're smoking. Right. I mean, let's be honest, mm-hmm. most of this is going to be for the marijuana industry. It which, is.
2: That's what it is for. Right. Yeah and,
1: and, yeah. and we're seeing the incline in that. We're seeing more and more states be open to it. Oh, we yes. have the medical side of it. We mm-hmm. have, you know, we've got California, we have California, Colorado, Nevada that all have it legalized. Yes, um, so getting that into those industries, and then now you're talking about down the road, adding some of the flavoring to yes. that. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That's going to be awesome. Oh,
2: that's going to be awesome. You just, you, I mean, I tried it It's slow burning. Um, when you, I tried it, I gave it to some, uh, people that here that, that in the Miami that I know that smoke, I said, I want you to smoke it in front of me to get it to be perfect. And when I tried some with flavor, a banana flavor tastes very well. I want to add like, you know, maybe a grape,
0: um,
2: a grape would be, I think very, and the grape, just the grape alone and a flavor tastes really well. And I want to do something, you know, something different and I think it's going to be great. So, you know, that's, that's what, and you're going to be, uh, having that too, Brandon, you're going to be on board with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, so. we, we've already talked with a couple of our shops about it up in Nevada and a couple in California and some other people that we know, and they're super excited about it because, you know, people are concerned with the paper. People are concerned with the tobacco, and mm-hmm. the banana leaf is just that, you know, it doesn't have the negative that the tobacco has, even though you and I know that the natural tobacco is is not – bad for you no
2: it's not right um but mm-hmm. you, we
1: you, we've still got to overcome that mindset that's been created mm-hmm. from you know decades of people saying it's bad
2: right uh, yes
1: so the banana leaf is that alternative plus the the, the slower smoking rate of it the mm-hmm. the fact that it self-extinguishes mm-hmm. uh, all those things are just really really good William uh we all know that it was you and Drew testing it Drew's then, there yeah Drew's right right over here behind Hi, the Drew. camera here Drew. but uh it was not me testing it. I can tell you that. <laughs> I,
2: didn't t- <laughs> I didn't test it either. <laughs> oh,
1: all I'm going to say when William says is uh, you and Drew testing it, all I'm going to say is it was not me. Te- no, it was not you. It.
2: Like I'm saying, it was not me <laughs> testing it either. My brother tested it. <laughs> oh, My other Drew friends. S-
1: Drew said I definitely did test it.
2: <laughs> I got to send Drew some more.
1: Yeah. Oh, Drew, Drew just said yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going to send him <laughs>
2: some more you got yeah, it through.
1: she's sending you he says thumbs up over here so he's definitely right. excited and, and some of your friends tried it too yeah so everybody had great feedback on it love the fact that they're individually packaged like everything about it was just was spot on for everybody
2: yeah i think it's gonna be it's gonna be people are gonna enjoy it very much and so i'm excited for it to come out
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so that's and, what i'm doing and we're a ways away from the regulations and that. And I mean, there's, there's regulations. Oh. I'm not saying they're not there, but yeah. we're, everybody's so excited to get this in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember back in the days when I was like 15, 16 years old. And uh, I guess we, I was before the times uh, mm-hmm. being a proprietor of said, which got me in yes. trouble. But uh, now it's like, it, it's so weird. I never would have thought back then, like, you can be a legal drug dealer. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Back there you then. Go.
1: So now we're super excited to be partnered in that because, yeah. you know, as the changes in the cigar industry happen, mm-hmm. it's important to diversify, you know, not only our portfolio, but yours. Yes. Uh, and continue to grow with what's going on with the times.
2: Mm-hmm. That's definitely that's what you think. We got to think outside the box. Um, yeah. You know, if something happens and let's say, you know, we lose a line there here or there that that's gonna affect us so we we think about something else that is growing as a matter of fact i was saying how they're giving us a hard time in flavors and at this and at the same time they're legalizing marijuana almost everywhere florida's next to become legal yeah so you know Georgia's already legal yep yep
1: yeah so let's get on board with it let's get ahead mm-hmm. of it right
2: mm-hmm. get it done that's
1: yeah. right. i am actually picked up one of the uh, Cognac.
2: Oh, you did? Okay, I'm smoking a cherry.
1: Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah, I can't wait to get some of these flavors infused into that banana leaf.
2: Oh, neither can I. That's going to work nice. 1st it there'll be none. I mean, just no flavor. Then the rest, the next are going to be flavored. Maybe That's- we'll do that chocolate mint in a, a banana oh. leaf. Whoa. Oh, I'm done. <laughs>
0: I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
2: yeah. Wow.
1: Just cut it off now. Go, That's go, hurry it. up. Go make okay. it.
0: Okay. <laughs> that, that with a cup of coffee in the afternoon just to relax oh. and hate. Oh, I like.
1: I like how I Tim it. is going to have a cup of coffee and he's going to smoke a uh, chocolate mint uh, doobie in the afternoon. Yes, dessert.
2: That's Drew. dessert right Drew's there. on. I'm sure Drew's on. <laughs>
1: Drew, you down for that? He's yeah, down. He's,
2: <laughs> he's down.
1: <laughs> hey bring up tony's comment real quick on this on the, the previous topic he says i think You're that great. any retailer don't see the incentive on fighting the fight against the government on those regulations because it costs them money and time and sure. they won't see much of an immediate change yes how do you think we train the mindset away from that um i, I don't disagree with that statement but i, I think there's, yeah i don't i don't disagree with that but i no. think somehow we need to find a way to to change that mindset uh, for these for these retailers to understand that it is worth their time.
2: It is worth their time, but how long have we been fighting this? We've been fighting this for ten years. Um, when something happens in their state, we go out here in Florida, and Miami, and we fight with uh, one. Like I can't compare Miami to to Connecticut or California when our you know their governors well was um they were cuban a lot of factories are here um they they have um taxes are paid from that they're not going to shut that down but when you're you're you we cannot do the job for all these guys so it's it's um it's true they should they should get into their senate and go in and say look you know Um, this is what you'll affect, this is how much money we pay in in tobacco taxes in the state. So just because of the youth, well, the youth, 21 is a great age card, but it's like saying the alcohol, from a kid saying, I want to drink a beer and having someone walk into that liquor store, the gasoline station, and buy that beer for them. They're going to find a way to do it. Um, So and drink that beer if they want to and and not be legal age. So I think that a lot of things have happened to us in this industry because we're too lazy to say um to go and fight in the Senate for our our rights.
1: Yeah. Yeah, go to this last one from Tony there. Um Tim, he says but over the 10 year fight what has changed? Uh is there a result to show the retailer to say, "Hey, we have progressive change." Have you seen any kind of a change that's been for the I mean I I can name a couple personally, but what about you? Is there anything that you see has changed over the ten years that's made the fight worth it?
2: The substantial, the substantial equivalence is is being like pushed back. Um there has been certain states that um have benefit from maybe for them from the the law not coming in as far as where you can smoke that hasn't benefited no there there's a lot of places now in chicago you can't smoke in in the streets so that hasn't benefited but there they don't care about that it's that if they it's not in in order for them not to take away anything from them that's what they should be fighting for you know their bottom line not to lose anything
0: well i mean look at the state of utah and the crazy strict regulations that they've gone through you know in the last couple years with you know shops that had a lounge component to it they Mm have to keep the shop if they're Mm -hmm. lucky if that even can sustain them and i mean utah is one of those that uh, unfortunately is 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 leading the wrong charge, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and is making regulations and rules that that are significantly hindering and hurting the industry. Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, I think when we lo- when we look at this, lo- let's look at the state of Utah real quick. I mean, for one, they don't have a ton of retailers out there to begin with, so there's not a big there's not a big force that can get together to really fight against the rules right. and the regulations there, like so a state like California or Arizona or Georgia mm-hmm. or Florida have. Um, the one thing I think that saved the state of Utah, even though they shut down the ability to smoke inside of lounges, is the fact that they also shut down the ability to buy online. Mm-hmm. So it still is forcing the consumer, because let's be honest, um, the lounge is a convenience. It's yes. not necessarily, uh, for most shops, actually I would dare I say all shops, the lounge is not a profit center. They don't make any money on the lounge mm-hmm. itself um matter of fact a lot of the guys that go in the lounge will buy one cigar and smoke it there and then they go home yeah right. uh, whereas right. the guy that's buying cigars to go home is buying 10 20 40 cigars to go put in his mm-hmm. humidor at home uh, they're buying a lighter and a cutter for their patio so I, I don't see that as a profit center so i think it's actually you know the fact that they can't order online has helped but i will i will tell you this and tony this is in response to your question about what has changed A big thing that's changed is, and I see it here locally in Arizona, that twice there's been a law go across the table to try and increase our taxation on tobacco, Mm -hmm. make our cigars more expensive. And both times shops have banded together, at least the larger shops all set their differences aside and guys that are like mortal enemies. It seems like which which boggles Mm -hmm. my mind, but they've, they've set their differences aside and said, Hey, we're going to get along for this time period to fight against this, and both times it barely even made it on the governor's desk and it just got thrown out. Mm. Uh, And so we've been able to maintain our positive taxation here. And, yeah, we've lost some things where now you have to have more regulation on the indoor smoking, you know, there's this, that, and the other thing. So it's a give and take, but our cigars are still very affordable to the consumer because shops have banded together and fought against these laws that have come across their desk. Yep. That's
0: good. Tony chimes in and says, but that's what's hard to convince retailers when the result of 10-year fight is not particularly beneficial, but instead it was only a resistance at best. 10-year fight is a heavy price. And it's mm-hmm. true when you, when you don't have, like you were saying, Brandon, when you don't have a large enough mass of shops to be able mm-hmm. to band together and to pull that, they, they sadly get overshadowed and, and outspoken.
1: Right. And the 10-year fight that we talk about, Tony, has been from the industry, not from the shops right right and so when we're talking about shops banding together and fighting because when we look at the overall spectrum of everything um it would be it would be great to have these shops get together and fight against fda and the overall you know the governmental agencies over everything but what i'm talking about is in the local government we have not had shops getting together in very many areas to fight against the local government and that's what we need and that's where they can make the and and affect the change Mm -hmm. I don't think in the last 10 years we've really seen many no. areas do that. I mm-hmm. haven't
2: seen it happen.
1: Yeah. So we see it. Mm-hmm. We see it with, you know, uh, you know, what is it now called? PCA. PCA. You know, yeah. Uh, cigar rights. You know, right. we see like, a lot yep. of these different organizations getting together. We see the manufacturers banding mm-hmm. together. But where's the shops? Yeah. Where's the retailers right. for their local right. market? Because if they can sure. affect a change locally then that shows the bigger government that's over the local that the, what mm-hmm. these shops, and what the retailers, and what the loss is going to be from them trying to affect change that affects everybody.
2: Right. That's right. That's why, that's true. The PCA is fighting. Um, the big companies are fighting. The manufacturers are fighting with um, Washington on that side, on, on the FDA side, um, which is critical. And that's why statewide, what you guys—they have to do what you guys did in Arizona. Um, leave your differences aside and let's form a group and let's say, hey, this is. But if this can happen, but if they leave it alone and they don't fight, they get away with what they want to.
1: Yep. And Tony Tony says maybe it'd be good for industry leaders to take to take charge and form an alliance for the fight instead of focus on product with those trade shows, and that's what they've uh, done. The trade show helps support that
2: yes um
1: the the trade show is a venue for manufacturers to come and get exposed to new products or for mm-hmm. manufacturers to come and, and expose new products, products. retailers to come get exposed to the mm-hmm. products build those relationships to have all that stuff but the dollars that are earned from these you know you see a lot of manufacturers and rightfully so complaining about the cost of it yes um that's where some of those dollars are going yes. is to fight that fight to pay for right. and all that stuff mm-hmm. But what we're talking about is getting the retailers themselves to say, hey, we do a lot of business in these flavored tobacco, and you can even check our cameras. We don't have anybody underage. You sent people in for years mm-hmm. that look overage, and we still ID them as mm-hmm. a sting
0: operation. Mm-hmm. And trying to pass. bust us, and it didn't work. Yeah,
1: Right. Passed and passed and passed and passed every sting operation you've put us on. Why are you still trying to limit our premium cigars in our local area? And until that happens locally, the big guys can continue to push and fight. Right.
2: Yeah. I agree.
0: That's true. To continue to Push and fight because then there isn't a voice. Right. right. There's a
2: lot of work that has to be done. There is. Mm-hmm.
1: There is. And I, I think so often uh, a lot of our, a lot of the guys in the industry kind of just say, oh, well, PCA is going to take care of it. Cigar Rights of America is going to take care of this guy. Right. This guy's got it. Rocky Patel is going to be out there lobbying. Right. For yeah, no. Your your little voice matters when there's a lot of them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, As it does. It makes a difference. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. So it's. I, I think we need to get all these little guys in there and get them involved and find a way to motivate them mm-hmm. to band together mm-hmm. and affect their local government. And I, I think I think too much of the too much of the view is on the FDA, the, the yes. big. Yes, it and is. Ignoring the little guys, so these little guys are coming in and sneaking in these laws, mm-hmm. and it's, it's screwing over the retailers.
2: Yes, it is. They're right. It's All the focus is on just the FDA.
0: Tony's chiming in and says, but they could use the voice from those people who go to the events, uh, sign some demand to the government, and similar and smaller individual stores to who is there. You know, Tony, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that, uh, but uh, I, again, I think it's someone needs to head up all of the the retailers across the country and say, look, we need to nationwide form a, you know, it's the same as Cigar Rights, but Cigar Retailers of America or whatever it is. And someone needs to step up and do that so that the, the, you know, little shop, no offense, it's not a bad label at all, but the little shop that's in Utah or, you know, Texas or Arkansas or wherever it is, has someone that they can come to that leads the charge, that that can, you know, sort of spearhead that initiative and and spearhead that that alliance so that things can happen. But it's going to take someone that understands that industry, that's in that retail spot, that knows what it's going to do to impact them because they know they're not alone to be able to get that to happen. Because a, a big name and a big person to come in and do that um, isn't isn't going to be, my opinion, isn't going to be the effective way to do it because they don't understand the perspective of the small guys.
1: Right. Yeah. And I I think it comes down to all these little guys setting aside their differences. I mean, really what we're dealing with is people's emotions and people's feelings and thoughts and these shops feeling like the guy that's 20 miles down the road is a competition. Yes. where He's not a competition for you. uh, No. Because we're all on the same team. Exactly. Getting on that team. And Tony says, have workshops that educate some retailers that isn't aware that they can be a part of the solution. That happens every single year at IPCPR, at yes. PCA. It happens consistently. And the way that I see that is it's interesting. It's kind of like if anybody's ever gone to like a church camp or one of those camps, right? Uh-huh. You you, know, you come back from church camp and you're on fire for God and you're going to change the world. And you're like, oh, my God. And all yeah. this kind of stuff. And then that kind of peters out and dies and the excitement goes away. And
0: Should you know, like, right. Alive. right. Yeah. Exactly. And only laugh for
2: that the time that the fire is going and you're yeah. yeah. getting him excited. But most of these retailers, you're right. They think that the guy down the street is their competition when they're not because people go to the stores that they like to, they like, and
0: right. they're, they're not their competition
2: at the, at the end. But you know what? It's a lot of work to change those people's way of thinking. And who's going to do it? You know, we, ours as manufacturers on this other end, have a lot going on as it is with just one, with one, one big monster, the hundred pound gorilla FDA. Right. You know, we, we, um, that all depends if you're, um, if you want to go and a lot of these don't take a wrong, if any of the stores are listening, but a lot of them are laid back, you know, and want they want someone else to go do that fighting for them and maybe it doesn't affect them. You know, it doesn't affect them. I think it. if they raise taxes, I think that affects, um, because you're, you know, you're working all these hours and you're, st- and you're paying more taxes on tobacco. You're making less if you got to pay more tax or you pr- you raise the price on the cigars and right. raise, that's where, you know, someone asked me not that long ago, um, uh, what happened to all these good um four to six dollar cigars? Gone. Yeah. They're gone. Taxes. Yeah. Taxes. There you go. Yeah. That's it. It's taxes.
1: You know, yep. my response to that is what happened to the 85 cents a gallon for gas?
2: There hey, oh, what a good what a good answer. That'll be you know, a good answer.
1: I, I remember in California when I first started That's driving, crazy. the first time I filled up was 85 cents a gallon at uh, it was Price Club at the time. Nice. Before Costco, if that doesn't date oh. me, uh, oh, but I remember
2: they'll say that, they are giving it away.
1: Yeah, and so it was like eighty-five, and now you go to California, and like I mean, I'm sure it's a little bit lower now. But last time I was out there, it was like four dollars, four fifty. I mean, mm-hmm. downtown LA was over five dollars a wow. gallon. And they go, yep. We want cheap gas back. Well, uh, sure you do, but all the taxes that you guys mm-hmm. that have been voted in time and time and time and time again wow. has all been compounded and stacked up. And now here, here you are. You're paying more.
2: You're right. Yep. You're right. It's, it's the taxes. No it looks the S chip. We didn't yep. have S chip before. Right. You know. Yeah.
1: And import taxes just went up. That's why we saw all the they went went up. The price hike.
2: Yep. We just took it. Just took an increase for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Here's a great comment from Jason Martin. I think us as consumers should be asking our shops how they are helping. Maybe that would push them indirectly to get involved. You know what, Jason? That is a mm-hmm. great perspective to take because if you can motivate and bring it to the attention of the brick and mortars in the shops you're going mm-hmm. to, and they know that the consumer is standing behind them and they know that they've got additional support because you know, Tony said it a, a second ago. Here he said thus back to that. Uh, time and money and very little visible incentive to show the retailers. I mean, Rosie, what you were talking about a minute ago about, you know, they think, Oh, well the person down the street is my enemy, not my ally.
2: Mm-hmm. And they-
0: You know, it's just easier for me to sit back and just run my daily business and do that because I'm just this, you know, little fish in a big, huge sea of big fish and other, you know, right. So, what voice do I really have? But if Mm -hmm. the consumers are helping to fuel the the shops and the shops then can be fueled enough to say, hey, I'm going to reach out to ABC Smoke Shop down the road and XYZ and this one, Mm -hmm. and then it Mm -hmm. starts organically, that's Mm -hmm. the way it's a great way and great perspective. Take it because then the, the shops know that their consumers are behind them. Exactly. And, and they're truly there to support the shop and the shop's best interest, not just get an affordable cigar.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. That that if they would go, if it takes one person to walk in to each store and get them behind them. Yep. I'm sure that if one person walks in that owns a store, says XYZ, ABC, let's, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. they will go to the next and the next. It takes just one person
1: to do that. Yep. Yeah. And, and just, and let your store know that, Hey, I I choose to purchase from stores that are fighting for us. Uh, right. Because at the end of the day, the person that's ultimately affected at the end of the day is going to be the consumer. Mm-hmm. Every time, mm-hmm. every time import tax goes up or tobacco tax goes up or any other stuff, it's passed on to the consumer and it <laughs> makes what you enjoy less and less available. So, Right. realistically, the way I kind of look at it and this kind of came into my head is like, you know, in like Australia, there's ants that have taken down people, mm-hmm. you know, you get all these little tiny ants that go and they attack and they sting and they sting and they bite and they bite and they can they can devour an entire animal that's, you know, hundreds times bigger than them Yep. because mm-hmm. of the multitudes and how many people and how many ants are involved in that devouring. And if we've right. got the 100 pound gorilla over here, but we've got 10 people fighting against it. Imagine if we had 100,000 people fighting against it. How much we of would, a that would make?
2: We yep. would win. You said a, uh, something earlier that CRA, you, Rocky, um, yeah. going behind General um, Calipto's Fuente, doing what they're doing in Washington. They're not fighting just – they're fighting for us, for all of us, when they do that. Right. Yeah, Rock
0: and, and all those different people that are speaking up now and trying to right. trying to trying to hold on to their business and the consumers.
2: Yes. But what they're doing is that right now the one that's um, I talked to Jonathan at the TPE and Swish is the one that's fighting the thing with the f-
0: oh no flavored. I'll finish that word for her. <laughs>
1: uh we get frozen no that was such a good time enough to be frozen
0: i know right shoot let's see if she comes back in
1: no but i think it's important to understand when she talks about like jonathan is jonathan drew you know with swisher and all that stuff you know um you know going out there and they're the ones that are fighting for you the consumer right now
2: yep they are so that's what's the difference that they're doing it for us when their right. voices are heard, they're talking not only to save them, they're going to save all of us. Well, that's the same thing on local state, you know, the local state, let's say yours, Arizona, I Florida, that's that the stores get together, put your side, the differences aside, you know, yep. you're still in business. That means your, your, your customers are still walking in and, Go out and protest and stop them from taking any more um, taxes from you. Mm-hmm. That is the the one of the points. They're doing it. Someone else is doing it for us. Yeah, and it's made a difference. Yeah, it has and made a are difference.
0: People are starting yes, to. Yes, they listen. are.
2: They're listening. We're not yeah. going to stay back and say this is enough. You know, leave us alone. But right. that's that's what they the rest of the country has to
0: do. Yep, and like William said, JC Newman has done a lot of fighting. They have, they've done a lot of fighting. They lately. have. And and it's appreciated because they're they're one of the large names with a rich, rich history, obviously mm-hmm. in, in American cigars. Yes. And they've they've got the the history and the credibility and the 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 following behind them to mm-hmm. hopefully stir up enough of this commotion so that people mm-hmm. Will feel like they can jump into the fight.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, Rosie, we've mentioned a lot of big companies, JC, JC Newman, Rocky Patel, you know, uh, General, all these big companies, uh, Swisher. What can, I mean, Kojimar in comparison is definitely a smaller company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what can the smaller, I mean, I represent, you know, obviously Casa Cuevas and Espinosa and a lot of smaller boutique brands. You know, what are these guys doing and what can what can the smaller brands do to help affect this?
0: Yeah, take care, Tony. We
2: support the, the by giving money and some money to these them for doing this for us. Um, definitely, we can go out there. The we're a smaller boutique company. Um, there, we can. We're invited to go to Washington when they go out and they fight. Um, we've talked to them and they've been okay. You know, with the, the they don't want too many people showing up to their meetings, um, they definitely know the right languages to talk. So what we do is by supporting the, um, the, the organizations, that's what we do. You know, we give them the financial support to say here, you know, um, if you need anything, we're here to support you. We can go with the voice, but they don't know. They don't want that many people like you know, showing up in a meeting there. That's what we do as a boutique lines. Um, We talk to the flavor, we talk to stores by store and they all have concerns. They all have concern with, with us. They have concern with the, with the bigger guys um, because this is a live, you know, you're actually affecting people's livelihoods.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: And um, that's what, how I, how I support them. I mean, I'm, I'm very, um, I say thank you to them and grateful for them to fight our, our war that right. they're doing and their voice and what they've. It's not easy. I mean, they go there and convince these guys of, of, uh, of you know, what they could do, what how it could affect us. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah, and that's, I think that's I think that's important for the consumer to understand because you know, I think many times on a consumer level, you just feel so small and you feel pushed around and you don't have a voice, but you do have a voice by encouraging your retailers to to fight the local government, mm-hmm. by encouraging them to get together and mm-hmm. then supporting them when they do get together. Right. You may not be there in that meeting, but you can affect how you vote for who's in power and who's making mm-hmm. these decisions.
2: Exactly. You can, you can vote affect, for who's in power. Yes.
1: Yeah, you can affect by supporting your local, your local brick and mortars, and finding mm-hmm. those that are supporting and fighting for you, the consumer. Because I, yes. I think, you know, you've got the big companies that we talked about, and they're all fighting for you, Rosie. Yes. Stay yes, in they are. And so you're the silent support behind them. Mm-hmm. That may not be the J.C. Newman or the you know the Rocky Patel getting all right. the publicity from, but you're still there supporting and fighting yes. for your business behind it. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony says uh, he's got to get back to life, dinner time, and buy some more cigars. I'm assuming he's going to have to because that's what he does. Yeah. Uh, he enjoys the chat and uh, good chat, guys. SSL for life. There you so, go. Uh, thank you, Tony, for being a part of it, brother.
0: Yes, thank you. So, Rosie, thank as, we, t- as yes. we bring the the show to a close for today, um, is with. Mother's Day and everything obviously that's that's a big component of what today is because we've all got a mom, we've all got a mother. Yes, uh, is, is, is as don't. a woman industry, as there we go, <laughs> as, as pioneering uh-huh. through, yeah, leave that story aside, <laughs> 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 pioneering through, and what you've done. Uh, you, you, whether you know it or not, are looked up by whether they're reps, whether they're you know the sisters of the leaf consumers. Mm-hmm are looked up to by ladies in the industry, uh, in, in all levels. And so for anybody looking that is a sister of the leaf that wants to get involved in the industry and know that they have a place because they do.
2: They do. They do. I would, I mean, they do have a place. I, I think that they should be out there working as representatives or whether they want to, um, it's hard to come up with, you can't come up with a new line anymore, but I encourage those, women to get a job in the industry to be a representative for, for, um, the cigars out there. I encourage them because once you, the, it's a nice job, it, you deal with very nice people, not, you know, most 90% of the time, everybody's in a good mood. And I encourage, this is a great um, career to have, you know, as either a representative, and that's why I encourage women to do.
0: Very cool. Well, Rosie, thank you so much hey. for for being a part of, of Down to the Nub and the show and what we do. Because we are a community of cigar enthusiasts that support the community as a whole. No matter where you come from, what your preference is, whether you enjoy, you know, big, huge, you know, 7x70s or you enjoy cigarillos, you know, we're right. here to support community as a whole. And we know you do too. Uh, and you put out fantastic products, premium products that um, that are only going to gain momentum and gain strength. So I want to thank you on behalf of, of Brandon and myself for being on the show and just coming on to share a little bit about what and who Kojimar is and what you guys have coming up. So we appreciate it. And, and thank you so much for being here.
2: Well, thank you very much for inviting me onto the show. I Absolutely. enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the conversation and thank you to all your listeners
1: thank you rosie happy mother's all right, day thank you, thank yes. thank oh, you very
2: much all right thank you guys
0: all right we'll talk to yeah. you later
2: all right
0: bye-bye Have a good night. bro isn't she awesome dude
1: i mean okay this is our second live show this is our second official live show and yes. we've had two great great guests on just amazing people in this industry which is such a great passion yes holy crap dude
0: The perspective of someone who before probably many of the people tuning into this were maybe even into cigars or of legal age to smoke cigars the perspective and the the you know decades worth of experience and knowledge and and what she's learned and has brought to the industry i mean it's you you can't compare that it's just so cool
1: right and she doesn't even look old enough to be in the industry as long as she has been
0: I know 24 years, she said, I think since 96 is when Kojimar started. I mean, yeah, I was in high school in 96. And so for that length of time, you know, to be involved, it's just, you're right. The the last two weeks with, you know, Lewis last week and with Rosie today, just really, really cool for everybody in the community to get an understanding of what makes up the cigar manufacturer aspect of yeah. the industry uh, from two very different perspectives. From the small boutique that's only been around for a few years but is doing great things to a brand that is flavor that's been around for more than two decades.
1: Yeah, no, it's great stuff, and and what's interesting is when we did the live uh, last time on Cigar Mechanic Garage the other day, mm-hmm. it was really cool because, Kyle, your your partner with Dad Smoking Cigars jumped on and uh, expressed yeah. that his very first cigar was indeed a Kojumar Vanilla.
0: It was a Kojumar Vanilla, and he thinks it was called the Blue Moon. The Blue Moon was, as she shared on that, was a different wrapper at that time. It was, I think, just a Connecticut, and now I think it's uh, Maduro. Uh, San but, Andreas, yeah. Yeah, san andreas uh, mexican san andreas rapper but yeah i mean it, it's 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 just fun to see how the cigar community can be brought together from first experiences to nope i enjoy it every time
1: yeah and kevin thank you for the comment the great interview thank you rosie happy mother's day says to rosie and thank you for being a part of it jason uh, says very awesome guys thank you jason for being here William says he only smokes a woody i believe it yeah. Uh, but, uh, thank you, William also for being here and bringing in your fun, uh, yes. Tony and everybody else has been a part of this, uh, this evening. Thank you guys so much for the support, the love Absolutely. and uh, everything that you guys do to help make this happen.
0: Yep. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you to everybody that uh, that contributed to the conversation. We'll be back at this again next Sunday, 3 p.m. We'll be posting who our guest is going to be, and we're taking another perspective in the cigar industry with someone that's going to come on that uh, that is newer to the, the cigar industry, and it's going to yep. be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that because uh, it's another dynamic of the uh, multifaceted part of the cigar industry. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It's been a pleasure hanging out with everybody on Mother's Day again happy mother's day to every single mother out there yep. and uh, make sure if your mom is still around or a mother figure in your life make sure if you haven't already reach out to her and let her know that she is loved and important
1: absolutely thank you guys everybody for being here and, and don't forget you can follow us on instagram on facebook on twitter just about every social media platform out there at down to the nub uh, if you have not yet done so please subscribe here on youtube uh, yes. if you're watching there on youtube and ring that little bell Uh, just so you can get notifications whenever we go live or whenever we're putting up new awesome content for you, you'll get the notification of that. And I think we're almost there to a hundred
0: subscribers. We're, we're, I think about three quarters of the way there. So if you have not subscribed, please do that. We had a couple people, I think Sherry actually, uh, the cigar mom, uh, subscribe today and so she's jumping yep. on board with that and finally you can see the information down there for patreon.com slash down to the nub if you would like to support the community and what we are doing here we would greatly appreciate it we've got actually an outro reel for everybody for uh bringing some uh appreciation to those that have already jumped on board to support our patreon and what we're going to be able to do in the cigar community with that so thank you so much to everybody uh we will see you next week i'm cigar show Tim.
1: And I'm Brandon Cigar Mechanic-Wells. You all have a wonderful rest of your Mother's Day and a great evening. Thank you.
0: Yes, take care, everybody.